Welcome to Elixir of the Gods from my balcony. Hello, this is Albert and with me and live in person and I'm so happy that uh, we could make it happen in this kind of times is my wonderful co-host, a Mexican from Berlin or a Berliner from Mexico, I don't know. Hi, Diego. Hey, man. So good to see you, man. Nice being here again uh, after this complicated year where we could rarely meet, even yeah. though uh, not even for the podcast, but also to have just a drink between yeah. us, chat, the family, everything, you know, everything yeah. that's also important in life. Uh, yes, we're together today. We are able to record. It's a really nice winter day. I mean, we're like at two degrees, but yeah. that doesn't matter because the sun is out, the sky is blue. And we are wrapped up in our coats. Exactly. And we are wearing gloves. Exactly. Uh, fingerless gloves. And so having some mezcalitos. Yeah, so we can put our hands on our little cups and enjoy some mezcalitos at the same time. It has been a crazy year. Now, end of 2020, so probably we release this episode in January. It is the last one. We had one episode that we recorded together, which was the one with Ulysses, which was also exactly. on the balcony. But exactly. it, it was back in July, so it was... Exactly. <laughs> it was an easy chapter to record because it was like 30 degrees outside. Yeah, it's, yeah that was easy. And the other ones, we uh, discovered Zoom and all the advantages and disadvantages of Zoom. So our recording quality has not been on the standards that as an audio nerd I would like to have, but I, I'm still pretty proud of it. And it was an interesting season, but the last episode I, I edited, the one on, on Sotol, I, I never spent as many hours on that. I can imagine, I can imagine. Also also the, the, the situation with the car crash during the show, and mm. I think we mentioned it during the show, but there was a car crash with Isaac during the show. He had to move from his house to the office, and it was a mess. It was a mess, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was, and, it, and, and you had four different audios, no, to yeah. edit. It was my house, your house. Yes. Uh, somebody from, not somebody, but Sergio in, in Mexico City and, and, and then Isaac in Chihuahua. So it was like, man. And that was not all because after I recorded, I realized that there was some setting on your computer and you were talking like this. Really, really yes. <laughs> yes. And, oh my God. And I had to fix that. So uh, you probably don't hear it on the podcast, but there were so many things. Man, <laughs> little details that take a lot of time exactly exactly okay. no but it, it was fun and i mean the nice thing about editing the podcast is that i really relive the whole thing very slowly and i can absorb the information much really, better yeah, much yeah. better because it, it tattoos in your memory yeah exactly and that total chapter was really enlightening and, and great so um but let's start from the beginning because yeah so we started the show we did a little recording just the two of us, just to announce everything. But the real first guest of the show was... And the real first recording of the show was today because we recorded that first show afterwards, after we, like, that was like a month and a half ago. Yeah. But the real first recording was Teddy after like a year of pursuing a chapter with Teddy. We finally made it. He came to the Steel Berlin. It's called... It's a, it has craft Spirits. Craft Spirits nowadays. Yeah. It was the last festival before COVID really hit the fan yeah and uh it was wonderful. little did we know that, little that, did we know yeah exactly i mean uh craft spirits took place yeah, yeah. it took place it, it you couldn't enter with a fever but it took place you know nowadays that would be impossible yeah and i, I was in uh, munich because we had uh what we call a customer conference. exactly so, exactly so, so my day job which exactly. actually pays the bills is you could be there exactly yeah, we had customers over and we also had, had these warnings and and we asked customers from italy if they were going through milano at that point like can you avoid? <laughs> Can you avoid? Or is, is <laughs> exactly. It, and yeah, we, we're still very unsure what this all means to us. And I mean, we are in a privileged 
position. I still have my job, you still have your job. I actually have more work now than I, I used to have before the pandemic. So yeah, yeah. Apart from not being able to see my friends and my family, it hasn't had this great of an impact. Of course, it has an impact of my social life, but my existence is not in danger. And that, no, that no, is of course, of course. something, maybe we can talk about this this right away, because we wanted to do much more about bars and do interviews about bars, uh, as we did last season. We had like this... Uh -huh, that project kind of slowed down. And yes. We, we, we wanted to push it, but it's totally... I, yeah. I can understand us. Yes. Like yeah yeah it, and if you're a bar owner you have you have other problems now see, that you talk see. about no no of course of course just yesterday man in my block the third cafe in the in the same block closed yesterday man I can't imagine how much pain the bars and cafes and all these places are going through we send a big hug to everyone who hosts a bar a cafe a restaurant if it's not about mezcal that's the same for us you know if Very you sell cafe if you sell tea if you sell cakes if you sell whatever you sell yeah. we know you're going through a really hard time and, and we send our best regards to you guys you yes. know and everybody who can save some money once you can go to a bar a restaurant again yeah, spend there spend your money yeah. there you know yeah. it's, it's yeah. so vital to our infrastructure and, and I'm not even speaking about the hospital people and the people the doctors and nurses no, of course, and stuff, of course. stuff like that I mean they have the shittiest job of Of everybody. Right now, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. But bars and clubs, they tend to the needs of our souls. And, yeah. And they're not there at the moment. The barmans are the, the doctors of the healthy people, I would say. <laughs> you know, when you're unstable in your mind, you go to the, the psychiatrist. But when you're, when you're stable, mm. you go to the bar. Yes, exactly. And you talk to the barman. And he pours you a good drink, a good mezcalito. And you yeah. talk to this guy and you tell him how your week was. And, and it's maybe a super shallow conversation, but it's not shallow. You're also opening up and relaxing yourself and everything. So that for us, for everyone, it's something really complicated to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you the story of a bartender here in Berlin. I, it was before I moved here. It's a rum trader. Have you been been there? It's no. in, in West Berlin in Charlottenburg, I think. Very tiny place. Ah, you told me, I think. And, you went and with your boss, no? I went with my boss. Yeah, yeah, you told me. Uh, no, with, but go ahead. This is a very with great my, story. My boss and a friend of my boss who was a product manager of Netscape, you know, like okay. like okay. super Californian guy. Yeah, we were three. So the friend of my boss, like Japanese-American, my boss French, grown up in America, and me, like the German country boy, <laughs> 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 having seen a little bit of the world, also lived in America. But so we went in there, and we had like a consultation with this guy. He had like he, he was dressed like in like Babylon Berlin like style, you okay, know, okay, like, okay, yeah, like with a monocle and stuff like that, like really like okay, uh, old okay, old school, okay. but but very uh, dressed, very looking, neatly, looking museum, yeah. And this guy spoke like I don't know five six different languages. Okay. And you had a consultation with this guy. So he asked you a bit about your life and what you do and what you're interested in. And then he would recommend a drink for you. I love that. I, no, it's amazing. Nowadays, bars have such a sophistication in so many layers, man. Also the food, the pairings of the food, the, like the way they do a flight. Everything yeah. now yeah. has a lot to do, you know. Yeah, it's medicine for the soul going out. Yeah. It is. It really is. Yeah, and, and you thought that I, in the chapter with Teddy going back to uh, the conversation the original conversation the conversation you can tell that and and how I'm so amazed about his love for for the spirit and how he shares his love for the spirit and does these things and he's not even commercial you know he no just, no no exactly yeah 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 that was fun that was a, a fun thing to do and I'm really longing for that to to be able to do it again yeah right? exactly yeah. exactly exactly yeah we I, I think we should say thanks to all the people because even though we had a lot of fun recording these chapters yeah. it wasn't easy nor for us or for them 
to really do it. Like yeah. the guys, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but l let's mention the names we want to thank because I think it's important. This We started with Teddy. Teddy, we send you a huge hug. Merry Christmas, man. We're recording this during Christmas time. So Merry <laughs> Christmas, Happy New Year. And we miss you. We have been in contact with Teddy, as yeah. a matter of fact. We haven't, he's not only a, a guy who came to the show, he's a friend, Teddy, yeah. too. So we have been in contact saying the Merry Christmas and everything. Uh, then we had Silvia, right? Silvia Filion from yes. second and chapter, Silvia. Silvia, and that's a, a really good point because, as you said, this was our first interview on Zoom and it turned out to be a really exactly. amazing conversation. But you could feel in the beginning, I don't know if you felt it on the show, but I felt in the beginning like this distance thing, it doesn't work as you're sitting on a table. It's not the same thing. Absolutely not. Yeah. We're not so used to do that. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and it took a while. And funnily, right when we published the episode with Sylvia, another podcast, it's called Show TV. And we're going to talk about him a little bit later. But he had also, he had Sylvia as a guest as well. And they were speaking in person. And you could tell that they were speaking in person. There was something... You can tell. You can, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, I, have you done any Zoom conversations with friends? Lately, because Zoom has gone from nothing. Like, nobody <laughs> knew Zoom in 2019. And uh, it's not the same. And I have had some conversations and we try, me and my friends yeah. from back in Mexico, you know, and we try to keep up the spirit and blah, blah, blah. But it's not the same it's as sitting. For you and I, we have done it, man. Yeah, we have exactly. had conversations in Zoom here yeah. because there was some time where we couldn't meet. Like, yeah. it was forbidden to yeah, exactly. for, for exactly. Some, some months. And we had some conversations... It's definitely it's not, not the, the same. same. It's no. not the same. Unfortunately, it's not the same. Yeah. So, but we do what we can and we do the best thing. And, and on the other hand, it widened our horizon because we were able to speak with people who don't come to Europe or, I mean, we couldn't go to Mexico at, at some point. You and I, that's something we have to do as well. For, See, for, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. The sooner, the better for the show. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know? yeah. But we could talk to Sylvia and we also could talk to uh, Ulysses, the guest we had afterward, through this kind of setup. And so that's also in every like limitation, there is also potential for for doing something different or doing something else. Absolutely, and, yeah. And it was great to have uh, both Sylvia and Ulysses on the show and, and we are yeah, very exactly, thankful. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. With all the limitations we had, and, but they were super happy and hands-on to do the show and that's something that we also appreciate a lot because they are both big figures in the industry and, yeah. and it's really cool that they're interested. They still have this passion for sharing the information that needs to be available for everyone you know exactly exactly yeah. exactly and 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 they don't discriminate between i don't know like <laughs> i mean they would go to on joe rogan if they would ask to but we are like this tiny little exactly exactly show. exactly and, 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 and that's they, also very important yeah and they happily agree to do do this without knowing very little about us yeah yeah for sure i'm deeply grateful for See, that me too me too me too and it's, it speaks very good of them yeah exactly i mean exactly it's it's it always be like that right? and in I'm life in life i recommend that to everyone <laughs> yeah. what the podcast also brought to us is that uh, yeah and this we, is a parenthesis because we didn't uh, i had a conversation with jordani but we didn't have him on the show it could be interesting to have him on the show sometime yes uh, so i just hold in our hands a bottle as a tiny bottle actually it's like half a 375 milliliter beautiful of, bottle by the way uh, yeah of a mezcal called lopez real and this bottle got into our hands because somebody brought it and somebody listened to our show yeah, and liked, exactly. liked our show. And Jordani, who, who you talked to, he organized that some guy who lives in Berlin, I think he wrote, writes for the Lonely Planet. Lonely or Planet, I yeah. think, yeah. And he was in Mexico and Jordani found this guy and said, 
you take this bottle and give this to these guys. Take this back to Berlin <laughs> and give it to these guys, exactly. And that's amazing. Uh, that's wonderful, these kind of connections. Exactly. Too. Also, uh, we're thanking the people that were on the show, but we also want to thank the people that wrote to us. And this is the first season where we have had a lot of feedback. Yeah. And I want to thank everyone who gave us feedback from Germany, from wherever you are. Thank you for the feedback. It's important to us. Even if it was to ask what bottle were you drinking that day, that's ask. You yeah, know? Exactly. We're going to try and give credit to the stores that where we, we get our juices. Yeah, okay? exactly. So, so in this chapter, if you go to the webpage, you will find links to the stores where we get our juices. Of course, we're going to be missing some, but in the future, we will try to give credit to every single store we buy our juice from. And in this chapter, you will see some of the most frequent ones that are obvious we buy from them. You exactly. Know? And and people we know and we know have a good selection, not yeah. only in Germany. So we are based in Germany, so that's our fo center of focus. But we also know some good guys in Switzerland or in, in Denmark uh, or other countries that we can recommend. And I think I'm going to make an, an independent section on the website so you can find a list of shops. Again, we are not taking any money for this. No, no, no. See, no this no. is a hand-curated list. Uh, it's not advertisement or anything at all. This is basically just sharing the information see, where, see, where see, we see. get our stuff. Yeah, yeah. So let's have some Lopez Real, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. Prost. Just don't do all talking all the time, dude. <laughs> we have to drink. Exactly. We need, we, we need some juice. It's, mm. it's kind of cold. Mm. Uh, before we started the show, Albert wanted to show me a bottle that uh, we already had, that mezcalito. It's a wonderful arroqueño from Los Danzantes. Which from Los Angeles, I, I mean, we never mention brands and, and, and it's not the point, but I, it was a good mezcal too, you know? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I, I, mean, I really liked it. We, we show what we drink and you can find it if we don't forget to take a picture of the bottles. <laughs> it's we, a good idea, yeah. <laughs> we, we, uh, we are sharing this on the show. And, and again, so it's not about advertising or making advertisement. It's about giving, giving you, credit. Yeah, and giving you a reference of what we're drinking and... Maybe you can find that stuff too. So Diego is actually just taking a picture right now. So there, so we don't forget. Yeah, no, and it's also because sometimes some of the juice, uh, like the one we're gonna have in the end, th that juice is not even here. But some people are nice enough to give us free samples. You know, like we're thinking because some of this stuff is like really hard to find. Some of yeah. this stuff is impossible to find here. Yeah. Thank you to everyone, the feedback, the guys who give us the product, the guys who just write to us and, and, and say what could get better, what they liked, everything. Yeah. Thank you for that. There's a theory that nothing a human does is really altruistic. I mean, we're doing this show for altruistic reasons because we think uh, or we know that some of the information that, that we'll find out is really worth sharing and uh, we want to share that. But of course, first of all, our selfish reason is to learn about that. Of course. And maybe another tiny selfish reason is that people send us the stuff and we can uh, get yeah, it. Yeah, nowadays it's turning into that. More than <laughs> <not>. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. No, we really like doing the show. We really love doing the show. But of course, it's an inspiration, man, to be able yeah. to try more mezcales. It's the only way to expand your horizon when you're talking about your palate and, yeah. and, and informing your palate. You know, of course, there is a thousand ways to get information there's a thousand there is reading which is not the only way there is uh, walking the fields which is not the only way there is going to the palenques which is not the only way there is uh, meeting the palenqueros which is not the only way there is drinking which is not the only way but if you mix all of them yeah then you have a kind of a spectrum of what the world of agave is all about. That's the thing. You cannot specialize here. So you have to do a bit of everything. Exactly. Or, but at least you can start where you can start. So we're exactly. here in Berlin. Exactly. 
we can start by drinking exactly. the stuff. <laughs> we, we start with drinking, we start with and books, reading, yeah. We, yeah. we start with listening to the people, to the palenqueros, we, we start with that and that's what we have access to. Oh, I read a really good book this year. Um, you recommended it to me a couple of times before, The Divided Spirits. Yeah, by, Sarah by Bowen. Wonderful book. Wonderful book if you want to understand that in, in Spanish is denominations, but in English is appellation of origin. Appa appellation, Appellations, yeah. 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 In English they call them appellations and if you want to understand what an appellation of origin is... She explains it with Comtechis there, Sarah Bowen, wonderfully, so that you really get, grasp the idea of why the factors of the terroir, the ingredients, but it's, they have another name, not ingredients, but the materia prima, how do you say that? Uh, the pr prime ingredient? Or? The prime ingredient, exactly, yeah. the materia prima, the, the, the hand that works it, and the terroir play a, a huge role. Yeah, and the it. process, of course. Exactly, yeah. the, the definitive role of mm. the flavor. Yeah, that's something... Um You start to understand when you talk about mezcal and how big the denomination is and how, I mean, you should have like this, this micro denominations they, everywhere, you they, know, and they and, should, man. Yeah. And, and they, they kind of, I hope they will. There is this, I don't know if we have spoken about this on the show. Maybe we go a bit nerdy on this one, but for example, espadín. When you speak about the plant espadín, you speak, if you go into biology, into the different terms that you can find in biology, you can go into species, genome, family, order, class, phylum, kingdom, okay? And then if we move this into the grape world, which is easy to understand for everyone, the Vitis vinifera, which is 90% of wine is created with Vitis vinifera. So this Vitis vinifera is the species of the grape. And then from that species, you have subspecies, like you have Cabernet, Merlot, uh, Syrah, we can go on with the list, okay? Espadín would be Vitis vinifera. The same species. So there are subspecies of espadín. You know, when you go to Mexico, well, to Mexico, of course, when you go to Jalisco and espadín can have in Jalisco eight different names. They can call it chato. They can call it angustifolia. They can call it, it has several names. You, you go to Oaxaca. Pacifico? Is it Pacifico? Pacifica in the north. You go to Oaxaca, they call it penca verde, uh, tobasiche. It has several names. So Those are only subspecies, but the important thing is, if you think a Merlot doesn't taste like a Cabernet, then please don't be so obvious to say Espadín is not a plant you like, because it's impossible to say that. Yeah, Espadín exactly. from which region? Yeah. Espadín from which art of distillation? It's so huge that, that it's important to point out where we're standing biologically when we say that, yeah. And that is a fascinating thing, you know, like I always like to go back to our Actually, the day when we met or the evening when we met and like <laughs> the definition of mezcal for me was like, oh, yeah, it, it, it's something Mexican and very smoky. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> it's transparent petroleum. Like, like. <laughs> oh, boy, has that understanding evolved, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and th that's that's a wonderful thing, like finding this, these things and finding new tastes and just be overwhelmed by how other people treat the same plant, how the location has an impact how the distillation process has an impact. And uh, this is just wonderful, especially in the, in the artisanal world, you know? Absolutely. And I'm not saying that there is no place for industrial mezcal. There is a place for this. There is a market for this. So be it like, sí. it, like it is with tequila. Yes, yes. And yes. there can be outstanding products as well. But the variety and the diversity you find in, in, in the traditional stuff is, is just... Outstanding. Som sometimes you don't even get the same thing in two different years of, of distillation and that's... Absolutely. That's yeah. a wonder. Yeah. That's yeah. a wonder. Yeah. Uh, if we keep on going, uh, after Ulysses, we had the guy... Who, who did we have after Ulysses? 
Uh, after Ulysses, we already had Isaac and Sergio. Okay, after Ulysses, we had Isaac, exactly. Isaac and Sergio, which was a wonderful chapter. We started speaking about it from the beginning of this chapter because it's the last one we recorded and we had a lot of fun with these two guys. They're both very passionate about what they do. And their pride that for me is like... Should we have a, a Sotolito because yeah, we're yeah, speaking we of them? Yeah, we should have a Sotolito. Yeah, so this is the last reserve that I have of Flor de, del Desierto. It's from Klaas, who runs an import business, import-export business, and he also... Finish it up, dude. Mm, really? I, I will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do it, man. We are, we are on vacation. It is a lot. <laughs> we still have some time to go. Yeah. Maybe we finish it up later today. Yeah, exactly. And he is specialized on not only Mexican spirits, but Latin American. I think he has some stuff from Peru. And But uh, he had some samples of that, and it was fantastic. Like Again, this is wonderful about the network. Uh, we wrote on Facebook, hey, we're going to interview these guys from this brand. Does somebody have a sample of that? And within a day, we found a person... With willing to share also, which and is willing amazing. To share. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that that is just amazing, and and we are very grateful for that. Yeah, thank you, class. For this, thank yeah. you, class. But what I wanted to say is, before this episode, it was like, yeah, so tall. It's not agave, but it's kind of agave, and it's it's kind of the same as mezcal. Boy, again, was I wrong? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like the whole history about being close to the border, about the the mob like influencing uh, almost, alcohol, almost destroying the industry. Yeah, destroying because whiskey. This 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 Mexican whiskey was about yeah. to finish and and kill the 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 historical heritage of Sotol because it was what the U.S. was drinking. So Sotol was about to disappear, and it didn't. Luckily, it didn't. Yeah, but it's an interesting story. It's and a completely different one from. Other distills, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So again, so so if you look at this, you know, like that's a, the wonderful thing. You just cannot generalize on agave spirits. That's for me. That's for me part of the culture. Okay, so Toll is not an agave spirit, but and it's 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 its own thing. It has some parallels. It's it's definitely yeah, of course, of related to it. Yeah. You know, like like the the methods and the processes are definitely related to it, but. It has its own history, its own shortcomings, its own opportunities that are different than, than mezcal and tequila have. And that's really fascinating about it. So, end of sermon. Let's, let's have a drink. <laughs> let's have a sip. <laughs> this is all your feeling we're having mm. right now. Mm. Great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. We're it's so mild. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Like, how much alcohol does this have? 48, I 48, think. 48, I think, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. No, 47, no? I remember during the show we we, we spoke yeah. during the show the, the, during the other show you can find out because the bottle is now I, I see Albert has been having some drinks so the bottle the, the yeah now the bottle <laughs> deteriorated because <laughs> no, when I kidding. picked this up from class it sure. was like the rainiest day I was soaked uh, after I arrived at class and so some of no, the the information on the bottle has has disappeared uh-huh, exactly yeah the, yeah it's a bit. Yeah, but it, it's in the high 40s, definitely high 40s. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Staying in the in the thanking a lot uh, section because we're going to finish. Like, I also want to thank Albert for the, all the effort you do, dude. <laughs> it, if, if somebody can do it, it's me, man. I see how much time you invest editing. I know the listeners really appreciate the fact that when they listen to a chapter, they can listen to a pristine, thin, well done piece of work you know instead of just recording and throwing it out i really appreciate that because i don't guys i don't do any 
work there, you know. I do other work, I do other work, and I'm proud of the, the things I do, but Albert, in the part of the technical, professional editing section, Albert does everything, and he does a wonderful job and gives you the most pristine sound he can find, and I know he's a German engineer, so he's going to give you some quality there. Well, I'm really proud. That I, I know where to cheat now, but what I really try to do is that I cut out the parts that are not containing information or or maybe it has been said somewhere else or it has already been said. It doesn't always work this way, but I want to create for you guys a listening experience that you can enjoy and that is also entertaining. We are not born entertainers. There are others out there. There's another Agave podcast out there which is super entertaining. We talk about it a little bit later, yeah. but we we want you guys to enjoy this. It should be like a good balance between having some fun and also information le learning new things exactly exactly, exactly. exactly. and i'm not the natural talker so i nor am i <laughs> so uh, and it's funny how you learn about people because some people have a certain speaking pattern so some people like like to repeat like to repeat like to repeat a certain word or a certain phrase when they are thinking and sometimes i leave it in on 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 purpose because it's be part of them It's part of them, and also you need to show the thinking process, you know? In, yeah, of in, course, of course. Yeah. In, in some ways. But I'm the guy who uses a lot of ohms, you know, and I hate that. I leave a couple of them in, but in reality, I most of them off. <laughs> there are a lot more <laughs> okay, in, the, in okay. the show than you hear, guys, and you don't need to hear that kind of thing. So you should really hear the, the good stuff. We have spoken about the next season. We don't know what's going to happen next year because uh, COVID has not been erased from this planet and will not be erased from this planet. It will stay. Uh, I think some things are going to change. I'm not one to be too scared about it. I think it's going to stay and, and we better get used to it. Yeah, we're I take my precaution. Yeah. I take my precautions, of course, but uh, we're going to live with this thing. Yeah. So next year, we have some plans for the show. We would like to reach out to some of our fellow podcasters. Exactly. And maybe we do. Before we, we speak about the next year, it would be important to signal we're not going to be airing anything in the next few months, but we want to leave a list of podcasts you can listen to for the time we're not going to be airing any information so that you guys, if you really like listening to podcasts and Agave podcasts and blah, 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 there are other Agave podcasts, exactly. really cool ones. Uh, we're going to mention some of them. Yes, exactly. So I have done my research and I, I've listened to Not to every episode, but to most of them, and because I like to listen how other Me people too. are doing it as well. So I have prepared a list, and we're gonna share that on the website as well and in the show, so you can find them and you have something to listen to until we are back, which exactly. is probably nine L months from now. <laughs> Less, no? Mid year? Ah, no, it's mid year. Yeah, nine months for sure. No, yeah. you're right. We don't know. Nine yeah. months. Albert is always very precise. <laughs> so there is a lot of time in between to fill your empty hours. You're going to say the list like uh, chronologically when they were born, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. important. The first one is Show TV by Mike Chi, which was already started in 2015. I mentioned him a, a little bit earlier because he also did a talk with Sylvia and it was one of the, his latest episodes, like with us. And it's fun to compare the two episodes. Some of the stories are very similar. Come, on, You can take a little bit more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I was too shy. Even, even my face was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so he has been around for a long time. He is not exclusively agave-focused. But he 
I think he was the first, at least the first English-speaking podcast that put a real yeah, center. He's not on exclusive Agave. on Agave. Yeah, but he has a lot of focus. Yeah, a lot of focus, and yeah. he he loves the spirit. You can see, 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 he loves the spirit, and and he has had some amazing guests. Yeah, in this yeah. show about Agave. So yeah. yeah, definitely high, high recommendation. Show the V. Show the V. With Mike G, uh, Mike Grinner, I think is his, his full name, but I, I I don't think that's really important. The second show is then in 2018. Now that that is when uh, around when we started, but it was in March uh, 2018. Is Maestro del Mezcal, and Maestro del Mezcal wonderful show too. Yeah, but it's a it's a bigger project. You know, they are focusing on traditional. And they make mezcal too. They make mezcal yes, and they're focusing. I have had some mezcal from, mezcals from them. I had a mezcal from them from Nuevo León which is a northern state in Mexico. And this mezcal, instead of water for the fermentation, yeah. they start the fermentation with pulque. So you can find some cacao notes in that mezcal, in that batch of mezcal, because it was a little batch. I think it was like 50 bottles or something. Yeah. Maestros del Mezcal is a really beautiful project, not only for podcasts. It's a really beautiful project doing a lot of stuff. And yeah. guys... Also recommendable. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of good information on their website, actually. So you can find a map. Like, they did a map how certain plants are called in certain areas. In Oaxaca. In Oaxaca. Yeah. And uh, uh, really, really good stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They're doing a lot. Yeah. yeah, but they don't do a lot of shows. I think they have like 10 episodes in yeah. total. So so it's it's a quick crunch. <laughs> uh, you can get through this really quickly, but uh, highly recommendable. So we started in December 2018. Okay, so we're the third. We're the third. To be, to be mentioned. Yeah, I think there's another one, but I think it was in Spanish and it has been finished in, in the meantime. And I don't know if it was really about mezcal, so I, I put that off the list. Okay. And about the same time as we started was another show from... Show TV was from uh, Austin, Texas. Okay. And this other show is from the East Coast. It's from New York. It's called Hey Hey Agave. Yeah. And they started in 2019. Cool show, too. I have listened to a couple of chapters from them, too. And it's yeah. a cool show. We have had some parallel guests with yeah. those guys, too. We have seen some of their posts in Facebook and everything, uh, apart from listening to their chapters, which are really cool. I have listened to a couple of chapters that are really cool from the Hey Hey Agave show. Exactly. And uh, so it's Gabriel and Sabrina who are hosting it. So Gabriel is Mexican. Sabrina is, I think, American. Um, I would say. For and her accent, she has, <laughs> she, she has flu perfect fluid English, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And what I like about their show is it gives us a, a glimpse into the East Coast mezcal scene in a way. So it's America-focused, of course, always Mexican-focused, but it also emits a bit how mezcal is perceived in, in absolutely, the United Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I was going to say something because yesterday I read that the mezcaleria from San Cosme in New York, which is called Cosme, is closing, man. Talking about places that are not going to make it through the pandemic. And that was like a landmark, you know, because the, it was a really cool mezcaleria. No. San Cosme is a brand that has been trying to open the market their own way. And, and, and this mezcaleria was a, a landmark. Not only did they have San Cosme, they had yeah. Mezcaloteca, they had In Situ, they had different yeah. mezcales. And it's a shame that this pandemic is taking them away. That's all I want to say about yeah. that. Because it's the East Coast. Yeah. So since we're taking a little break, Diego poured us some, um, some pechuga right now from Saca Palabras, which is Lalo Angeles. I chose this one because in our episode in March with Teddy, he gave you some pechuga from... La Locura. From La Locura. Correct. So It's both the same... Both, yeah, same maestro. Same maestro, so that is why I chose this Ex one. Excellent. <laughs> well, no, and this, is, this from Sacapalabras is one of the best 
expressions of pechuga because it's not only pechuga it's pechuga with flowers it's like uh, it's the infusion it's is wonderful splendid it's splendid. a splendid mezcal yeah. it's a splendid mezcal did you know that Sotol had his own pechuga what was it called carne el carne el carne yeah yeah carne no no carne you're yeah. right carne yeah. this is what we but learned. they use they use deer no they, they, they use deer they yeah. use deer yeah. instead of the no, normally in pechuga they call it pechuga because they, they use some kind of bird no. but in the north they use deer yeah. yeah okay you know we are not very chronological today no sorry so sorry we are throwing things no that, that's okay <laughs> so back to our list of podcasts the next one started in November 2019 it's called Agave Lessons uh, this podcast is mostly in Spanish I think there are one or two episodes or three episodes that are in English and it's uh, by uh, Ana Guadalupe Valenzuela Zapata I think yeah. that's I hope I spelled her name yeah yeah, yeah. Guadalupe only yeah. Yeah. Ana Guadalupe Valenzuela Zapata yeah. a very informative show too if you guys want to listen to that show it, it has a lot of important information It's it's very academic this show. Yes. And if you guys yeah want to hear some of that, it's very interesting too. So Anna is a professor. Ulysses mentioned her, she also wrote Correct. a lot of books. So if you're more in the technical, academical in the academical, that's yeah. the word. So right. I think that's a show for you to to watch out. The next show we have is also Spanish and unfortunately I learned the other day that it has been finished. It's uh, Alex is going to Mexico. Yeah, it's Mezcal del Bueno, so also from Berlin. Yeah, right. <laughs> They were our partners here in Berlin, partners in crime. We never recorded together. Yeah. We should have done it once at least. Yeah, we exactly. could. Yeah, we could. We, we still next could. Year. We could next year, like g gather them together. Again. Yeah. So Fernando is uh, was on our show before twice actually because he has uh, correct La Tentación, correct uh, one of the bars we we highly recommend and one of the guys who is suffering a lot at the moment. But this show was was basically I think it was an excuse to drink mezcal. It was not so much about <laughs> the mezcal, but it was no those three guys were having fun. You know, yeah. they even had a weather section, so it was like mm. just having a lot of fun. If you listen to the show, you're gonna laugh. Fernando is very knowledgeable in his mezcal. Alex is very knowledgeable in the editing and the equipment they have, yeah. the paraphernalia they have to, to record. Hands down, one of the best I have seen. It's like yeah. you're in a, in a radio cabin. Yeah. Uh, how do you call it? Cabin? Uh, studio. Studio, like yeah. in a radio studio. The, yeah. the, the type of micros and everything they had. They did it very professionally, but in the end, what they were doing is having a lot of fun and inviting you to have a couple of laughs Some mezcal and some knowledge. You know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the show is on hiatus at the moment because Alejandro went back to, to Mexico. Correct. I think he's going to Merida. To yeah, and, Merida. and again, you have the same problem. You know, this show works best when people sit around a table. And no, and Alex, is, he's a technical guy. He worked in production for a lot of years. Yeah. So he's the guy who creates the show. So yeah. if the creator is away... Then you have Fernando, which is like me, and Paul, which is like me, who don't know a lot, and they will have to connect through Zoom and blah, blah, blah. So it's complicated for them too, yeah. Yeah, but maybe there's a follow-up project uh, on hopefully, that. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, and um, the last one to enter is also kind of prominent, the next podcast. It's uh, called Agave Road Trip, and it started in June 2020. Also has a quite a couple, I think 20 or 30 episodes under the belt uh, already. Uh, very productive. And it's a famous name in the agave world. Uh, it's Lou Bank. From Smoked Agave, no? From Smoked Agave. Correct. So he runs the Smoked Agave Forum on Facebook. In Salvador, no? Salvador, Salvador yeah. yeah. Uh, Java. Java is his uh, yeah. 
a nickname. Every Salvador in Mexico is called Chava. Uh, is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I Salvador, that, yeah. Salvador is Chava. Salvador uh, is Chava yeah. in Mexico. Chava. So I think this is the most American show. that This could be a radio show on a, a commercial radio station uh, somewhere in America okay. because they, they are super professional, super entertaining. They have like sections. I had one section where I talk about about toilet paper habits as well. Like like <laughs> like because some some people like fold it and some people roll it and some people like yeah right like, right right right, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and and so they also have a lot of fun on the show. And okay, it's, it's mostly about agave, and I I think it's aimed at bartenders to educate themselves and maybe to to have some stories to tell to their customers. I think that's the, the point of it. Yeah, highly entertaining, very professionally produced. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Uh, amazing show. A lot of fun. And what we would like to do maybe in the next season, one of, of the things is maybe to team up with some of these people or all of these people. Yeah, yeah, we're going to try and reach out in the next season. Maybe. The, all of these are maybes. Today we're speaking because we, we, we want to close and, and, and send everyone... Uh, a Merry Christmas and a big hug for the new year. But some of the ideas that we're saying may see the light next year. We're going to try to contact with some of the shows, the shows we have mentioned, and maybe new shows that yeah, come may- along the way. Or maybe we have born. not seen or, or not, exactly, not found that, out about them. Not even them. mentioned, exactly. Yeah. If, if we didn't mention you, please consider it just ignorance you know yeah. it's it, we didn't do it on purpose it's, yeah, exactly. it, it, it was ignorance and please reach out if you want to do a collaboration of course please reach out we would be very interested in doing so yes so. exactly I, I think the whole ecosystem can only benefit because it's a, such a small world so we only can benefit from supporting each other and Absolutely. Help, helping each other and, and that's also one of the reasons why we wanted to mention these podcasts because we don't see this as a competition First of all, we you know we don't make any money out of this, and the only thing that we get out of it is the appreciation, the knowledge, and occasionally some escalitos. Some escalitos. <laughs> so, no, yeah. it's true, it's true. But it's I mean, it's great conversations, a lot of knowledge, yeah. some escalitos, which for real they were not the aim in the beginning, but. <laughs> For us, it's also important, and we have mentioned it. And then if we go professional, because we're always trying to be very like fun and uh, colloquial, yes, like they say. But in reality, there is also the professional part of us, and the professional part of us also thinks that there is not so much information about mezcal. We have looked for books. I have looked in Spanish, English, French. There are not so many books. Another person who reached out, and I want to mention this guy, is Domingo Garcia. He wrote L'Enfant Terrible, and Ulysses mentioned him. This guy reached out, oh. and dude, he's sending the book to us. The book is on the way Amazing. right now, coming Amazing. to us. He told me, do you read in French? And I told him, I, I studied French when I was young. I studied in the Liceo Franco. So I told him, send the book, man. Maybe we can read it. I can read it. So another guy who just reached out, he's a writer on Mezcal. And also very important to mention him. He was asking about other podcasts, as a matter of fact, which surprised me and because he's maybe doing an, an investigation on other podcasts. Yeah. And uh, what was I talking about before Domingo Garcia? Uh, uh, you were talking about... We were talking about doing this for the mezcalitos and not only for the mezcalitos. Ah, the professional part of it. Yeah, the exactly. professional the part professional of it. The professional part yeah. of it. The reality on this is that there is not that much information. There is not that much information. We have looked. I, I said, I, I started with this because I, I mentioned the, 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 the language French. We have looked in Spanish, French, English, German. There is not that much. Yeah. You know, there is, but there is little studies on this and that. So we think 
that the people that are walking the fields are the most knowledgeable ones. The people that are commercializing the spirit know a lot about the spirit when they do it for artisanal products. So in our view, in our opinion, having those voices in the show may someday become important for the next generations. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. That is something where I would like to expand a little bit more. <laughs> You're always stomping on the floor, so we're going to have some nice boom sound sorry, effects. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. No worries. What <laughs> um, I would like to, to mention as well, so for the next season, we mentioned we want to do bars, we want to do... Connections uh, to other podcasts. Connections to other podcasts. Of course, we want to have experts on the show uh, again, where we can find them and where it makes sense. And one other aspect is like, What the episode with Teddy shows us, I think to have a complete picture is also not only the ones who brand it or make it, the mezcal, but also the ones who consume it. Of course. So when uh, Sergio said on the Sotol episode, like, you know, there is a grandma who trades her butter for having some Sotol. I would like to have a conversation with... This person. With that grandma. Of course. And... Of course, it's going to be difficult for us to achieve that. Also, the farmers, the people who work the fields, it would be wonderful to have conversations with them. Um, but as we are in Berlin, as we are in Europe, it's, it's complicated. It's going to be complicated. But if we have the opportunity to do that, we will take that. So of we, course. We, we want to take the podcast in kind of any direction that we can find and that makes sense and that helps us and everybody to understand what this culture what this phenomenon... No, it's not a phenomenon because it has, a, an, it has an ancient history. Yeah, so yeah. it's not a phenomenon. I agree. Um, what this tradition has and what's worth exploring. And I agree. And that's what There we are so many paths we can go. There yeah. are so many paths. If we can go to Mexico and explore that. But mm -hmm. it's also... What you're saying is super important. It's, it's having people that are doing for this drink more than others can even see, you know, Teddy, yes. what he's doing for the drink. I mean, who knows Teddy in Mexico? Nobody knows Teddy. But the guy is doing more for mezcal than a lot of people. Then 90% of the mezcal ambassadors, and the, the council can mm. hear this, like, you know, you can leave this on the record. <laughs> this guy is doing more for mezcal than 90% of the mezcal ambassadors from the council, from the... Del Consejo Regulador de Mezcal. Those guys are officially ambassadors. Yeah. Okay. Those guys in Italy, they're also doing yeah. for the Mezcal wonders, man. They're yeah. opening the minds of so many people to open up and try and drink this. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and open up the minds why it's important. And I think something you said in one of our first episodes, you know, we are not talking about Coca-Cola here. We not talk about things being repetitive or being consistent. We talk about something that has history that's going to change that has a tradition but tradition also part of of the tradition is going to be changed but finding the way to to keep the spirit and the soul and and the ancient roots of something that has been created many years ago that we still can enjoy and that still that has some character absolutely I, sylvia said it's in in such a see she's poetic in that yeah. aspect yeah yeah she said it in such a nice way and you said it too like yeah as kids we love coca-cola we love mcdonald's we love this kind of consistency but then we, we find out nah it's something you know you miss something and you miss the surprise when you open a new bottle of traditional artisanal mezcal you really don't know what you're going to expect you're not You're ignorant, absolutely. And that's a wonderful thing. No, it's, no. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And so to keep that ecosystem alive and also to have the voices of people who are part of this, you know, the workers or the people 
in the villages in Mexico who have this like of tiny local production that some of it gets shared with us in the Western world. Of course. This this is really the yeah. fascinating part. The guys doing the commercialization of the of the liquid, they're also sustaining the industry, you know? Yeah. It's also important to mention like the people who I mean, you can think of them a bit like you're talking about capitalism. Without them, families wouldn't get any money, man. It's true too. I'm not talking about the guys selling shit. I'm talking about the guys curating their portfolio and looking for some of the most special products. I know guys in Denmark doing that. I know guys in Spain doing that. I know mm. guys in France doing that. And I have seen their portfolios from A to Z, man. I have seen them and they have amazing, outstanding product. Every single one curated, dedicated. They know what they have. They know the plants. They know the producers. They know everything, you know? Yeah. Those guys also play a role, and those guys are also part of the culture in Agave, you know? Without them, those families couldn't get any income, and that income helps the industry too. So big cheers to all the, the guys who are doing the... I mean, the capitalism per se is not a bad thing. It's it's just the untamed... Rampant. Cap yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, I, I worked with a person uh, before who ran a company, and the person said... We, I work in technology, and the person said, "Yeah, they, they these guys have interesting technology, but I'm not sure if this technology is not used somewhere else to supervise people or to observe people or to spy on people." Okay. And I don't want to work with companies like this. Ethical. And so and so, you can be capitalist, you can be profit oriented, and at the same time, ethical. there can be a red line for you yes. that you don't yes. cross. Yes, ethical. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and I think it's the same that we have here because yes. it enables us here in Europe to enjoy this exactly, spirit. Exactly, exactly, exactly. There are some people doing it with passion and love, not only trying to make money out of it. I absolutely agree, yeah. We are almost at the end, I would say, but I have one last tasting for you. It's also from Fernando from La Tentacion. He gave me a bottle or some part of a mezcal called Siete Noches, which is not available in Europe. And he said, you know, you have to try this on the show. So I haven't tried it. I only smelled it. And again, it's going back what you said with Espadin. So technically it's an Espadin, but I heard it's a wonderful, wonderful mezcal that deserves some attention. Yeah, so it's a friend of Fernando who provided us with this, uh, and Fernando gave gave me the bottle, and we're gonna try it on the show now. So thank you, Fernando. Thank you, Fernando. We thank you every almost every show, Fernando. <laughs> we're we're gonna invite you again. <laughs> we have to invite you again. Say. So that's it. Salute. Salute. Cheers, man. <sighs> thank you f to the listeners. Mm. Oh my goodness, I'm a happy person right now. This 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 only gives more material to my argument. <laughs> what is this? This is an espadín. Yeah, this. Way, way. If you didn't know this was an espadín, could you have said this is an espadín? No, you would no. have said this. It's way too complex. It's too complex. Exactly. It's way too complex. Yeah. Exactly. Dear listeners, so thank you for making it through this crazy year with us. Thank you again for all your feedback for. The nice messages uh, you gave to us for following us, for recommending us to your friends and associates. This wraps up our third season. Correct. And there will be a fourth season. There will be a fourth season, uh, hopefully. Uh, I mean, there is... If we don't die. If, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Who knows, you know. Yeah, we can. We 2020 can. is not over yet when we're recording this, so <laughs> there might be a comet falling exactly, on our heads. Exactly. Like, but, but if we don't die, we're going to have a fourth season. We're having a lot of fun and we like the show. We love the show. Yeah. We love to come together. It's also always nice to hang out with Diego. 
And again, thanks for listening. Thank you for to everybody again who agreed to be on our show and uh, share their wisdoms. And we see you next year. All the best and salute. Salute. Thank you, guys. Ciao. Ciao. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you.